For the vast majority of singles, marriage looks like an improvement to their situation. But is that really the case? If we idolize marriage, we are more than likely to be surprised after the honeymoon. It also applies to our relationship with God. When I was a young Christian, the worship leader of my church often sang a song about Jesus' peace. With very soft notes, we could easily enter the presence of God and actually be overwhelmed by peace. Even today, I sing this song to my babies as I rock them to sleep instead of a traditional lullaby. And it is true, in the presence of God, we find peace despite our circumstances. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And Jesus was saying that to his disciple just before being crucified. But did Jesus came to bring peace to everyone? Not accordingly to Matthew 10.34. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the hurt. I did not come to bring peace but a sword. Think of the vendors in the temple. Jesus didn't give them very much peace that day. Many Christians talk about the freedom we have in Jesus, even quoting John 8.36. If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Yet, Jesus also warned his disciples that they will be forced to go to places they don't want to go and that they will be persecuted. You must be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local council and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witness to them. Are these contradictions in the Bible? Not at all. To have peace, we must give our life to God and that is not easy. To be completely free, we must give up our flesh, refuse to listen and yield to its desires. Sin leads to death and our fleshly nature works so that we end up going in the wrong direction. When we give our lives to Jesus, he makes us free from our flesh. We are not forced to follow it anymore. The life of Christ in us drives us to walk the other direction. The freedom that Jesus gives us is not the right to do whatever our flesh wants. Just like peace that Jesus gives us is not a ticket to live in a pink cloud. It is to have the freedom to enter the presence of God, where we find the peace that the world cannot give. We do not accept Jesus in our heart to improve our lives, at least the life here on earth. Our life here will surely improve, but if not, that doesn't matter. We accept Jesus for a glorious life after death and to have an immediate and constant communion with our Heavenly Father. What about marriage? It's roughly the same. We're not getting married to live a better life or to have all our needs met. We get married to make the other one happy. This means we must die to our life as a single, our independent life. 
being married is to be at war not against our partner obviously but against our own selfish nature if as a single woman you spent without thinking about anyone then when you get married you will need to consult your husband and your family budget before spending on what you lust if you were the kind of single man who loved playing video games late at night or the whole day well you will have to die to this habit and be available for your wife getting married is going to war again your selfish desire many young married couple divorce because they did not consider that before getting married if you want to get married and you want your marriage to last you must consider your future involvement as an act of war against your independence God said that marriage is the union of two beings that they become one flesh so there's no room for the me just as we should give our lives to God knowing that it will not be easy that following God asks us to die to self we should think of marriage in the same way if we don't want to be disappointed surprised and frustrated after we commit